Welcome to the Khmer Healing Podcast. If you're meditating and you're wondering why you're not feeling very much or why you feel a little bit blocked, perhaps when you're um, you're sitting in meditation or why you're not having maybe big breakthroughs in your process or in your in your mental reflections or in your capacity to feel deeply into your body a tip that I have for you is to meditate on an empty stomach. What that means is, when you wake up in the morning, that's a really good time to meditate before you've had anything. And also, right before you go to bed, assuming you've digested your dinner. When you meditate on an empty stomach, you become inherently more sensitive to your actual body. When you meditate after you've eaten, or if you've had quite a full day, um, it's much more difficult to connect with your body sensations. And what you'll end up finding is that when you sit in meditation, most of what you're feeling is the heaviness of your digestive process. And energetically, the digestive process is very heavy because your body is obviously releasing all sorts of enzymes and chemicals to break food down. And that breaking down process is energetically very heavy. It's very difficult to keep your mind focused on stillness and to keep your body and your nervous system still when you've got fire in your belly, right? When your your body is fired up, when digestive juices are flowing and your body is actually working to activate a very important process, which is the digestive process. So the point of meditating is to find stillness. And you're more likely to find stillness when you are empty. And the process of deepening in your meditation is the process of becoming emptier and emptier. And that means more and more still. So if you're meditating and you have had food or you've just eaten, you're not going to have a deep meditation because physically you're full. And another thing I've noticed is that the digestive process is also a very emotional one. And you might not immediately think that because you may not really be um, deeply in tune with your personal process of digesting food and how that makes you feel. And maybe for those of you who have become aware of how certain foods make you feel and you've developed a sensitivity to that and and have refined your diet, have refined your process, you will know that food and your your process and relationship with food is a very emotional one. Maybe you've overcome emotional eating habits, etc., And actually meditating on an empty stomach is a really powerful way to get in in tune with that, really get in touch with your own emotional eating patterns. And also a way to overcome and conquer them so that you can become more aware, become more perceptive, become more accepting of yourself, your feelings, your innermost feelings, your inner state and your and your energetics without the distraction of food. And 
this is why in pretty much all religions there's an element of fasting and the times and the periods where people fast are, are considered very deeply sacred and revelationary and that means by revelationary I mean you reveal yourself to yourself so it's very difficult to reveal yourself to yourself if at a deeper level, a psycho deeper psychological level, unconscious level, at a spiritual level, if you're physically full. And that's because your physical body is the most dense uh, vibrationary plane that you can become aware of. And it's often hard enough for people to feel the physical body and interpret sensations from the physical body, let alone the subtle body. So you can try a practice of daily morning meditation. It only has to be for even five, ten minutes where you just sit and you see how still you can be, how still you can anchor your root space, how much you can let yourself softly drop into the stillness. And you'll notice the difference when you haven't eaten anything. You're mind will be clearer, your senses will be clearer, your whole root space and base will be much more settled. And actually then what you do put in your body, you're going to be doing that from a place of fulfillment rather than a place of need and a place of um, desire. Now why that's important is because often at a sensation level we confuse our innate needs and desires, we, we confuse the interpretation of our own sensations. So, for example, we may actually be feeling something emotionally, but then we kind of confuse it for hunger. So we might then go and eat and then feel, oh, I really didn't need to do that. I really, I didn't need to eat that. Now I feel overwhelmed. Now I feel full. Now I feel, I feel uneasy within myself. And that's because we're confusing sensation because it can be, I've had clients who've come to see me who have had challenges with eating and with their eating ha habits and pat patterns and it's been because of the way that they were fed in, a, in earlier ages, in childhood or the way that they were breastfed or not breastfed and really how forthcoming food was, how forthcoming nourishment was and what they perhaps had to had to do to numb particular emotions or sensations what they had to do to feel safe and how that relates to feeding and how that relates to food and also how that relates to the digestive process when it comes to the gut and the, and the brain and the connection between our gut and our brain we can become very clear and very focused when our gut is clear when our gut is full and you'll know this from your own experience and you've had a bad week of eating, or maybe you've been traveling a lot and you haven't had access to what you'd normally like to cook, maybe you've just fallen off the bandwagon, you'll notice that you yourself mentally don't feel like you're in a place of stillness, clarity, ease. It's like an uncomfortableness within. And people who have digestive issues for a whole range of reasons will often experience this as an ongoing state an ongoing state of this deep unease. And we hold emotions in our gut. We hold um, unprocessed emotions in our gut. And that also leads to misinterpretation of sensation because the nervous system 
is trying to invite us in to heal those unresolved emotions, but we don't really understand what that is telling us. So we're like, well, chocolate feels like a really good idea right now, or pizza feels like a really good idea right now. Pizza is my uh, Achilles heel. So I've, I've kind of had to go on this journey myself and have started to understand that this, it does mean certain things when you reach for certain foods. You know, when you reach for broccoli, you're in a completely different mind state to when you reach for a slice of pizza. Now, there's nothing wrong with either. And there's nothing wrong with anything that you are putting into your body. If you're putting it in with conscious awareness and you're willing to take responsibility for the process. And our digestive systems are really, really asking us to take responsibility for our gut. Now, going a little bit deeper, the gut microbiome is an intelligence within itself. It's an alive intelligence. And it's an intelligence that can really shape our mood and shape our perception of ourselves. So when we are out of balance at a microbiome level, which often happens actually as children, young children, and then continues into adulthood, that imbalance shapes our perception of self. We feel within ourselves a certain way. That leads to patterns of eating, patterns of consumption, impacts our digestive capacity in all sorts of ways that we may not notice until later on in life. So the fastest and most effective route in through all of that noise, because if you're going to unpick layer by layer, you'll be there a really long time. The fastest way in to become aware is to try for three days to notice when you're not full physically, how do you feel emotionally? How do you feel energetically? And how do you feel about yourself? Can you allow yourself to meditate when you are just there present with yourself? You've been empty physically for, say, 12 hours. You've just woken up. How does it feel to be present with yourself? And even if you give yourself that 5-10 minutes in the morning or 15 minutes in the morning where you just sit and let yourself get more and more still, it really set you up right for the day. Because I, I feel like we often, we've been conditioned into this, these habits of, you know, we wake up in the morning and the first thing is like, okay, we need a coffee or we need a tea. Or in my case, it's, I need a chai. I need to go and brew a chai. So, and there's no difference, right? Tea, chai, shake, protein shake, whatever. It's all the same thing. You're, it's like a clutch that we lean on and we're like, okay, I need to have that in order to feel a certain way. And it's very powerful when you challenge that. It's a very powerful experience for you personally to go, oh, actually, I'm self-sufficient. And then you start to realise actually you don't need as much as you're taking in because you already feel fulfilled, you already feel satisfied. You are then 
only choosing the things that are really right for you. And this is a journey. It's easier said than done. You're going to find days and maybe weeks where you're choosing things that you know are disrupting your gut or you know are not making you feel still. Or you have weeks when you're out perhaps entertaining or being entertained and you end up having to eat out a lot or you end up having, maybe you're drinking a lot. I'm not here to say do or don't do. I'm here to say experiment. That's really what I tell you guys all the time. When you become your own mad inner scientist and you start experimenting with states, states of consciousness, and you say, okay, I want to explore this state today. I want to explore what it, what it would feel like to do this. It's like a dress rehearsal. It's like a costume. You put a costume on for the day and you go, okay, I'm going to try this and I'm going to see what I learn from myself. Next day you might try something different until you find what feels good for you consistently. And of course notice that your body is changing. So I really had to get used to this notion of seasonal eating because my body was getting very confused about how I would develop really good eating patterns in the summer, feeling really great and vibrant. And then in the winter I'd try and eat the same things and I just really struggled. I'll be craving really like hot, heavy food and the salads just weren't cutting it. And I, I, you know, I'm not talking about just eating lettuce leaves. I'm talking about really nice, nicely prepared salads. And I just like, why can't I eat this? And then I started to realize, well, it's December. It's freezing cold. You can't eat the same things that you would eat in the summer. So we've got to work with the cycles. Same with the menstrual cycle. The things that you're going to be eating at different stages of your cycle and I'll do a different podcast about this, are really, really important because your hormones are fluctuating and the way that you're, you're digesting is also fluctuating and your process is changing physiologically and emotionally. So by tapping into that with a still, in a still space, with a still stomach, you're going to notice things much more clearly. If you're trying to override your natural body, your natural process, and just eat all the way through the year the same thing in the same way and just like fill up your body, fill up your stomach with things that you kind of suspect are not helping you or are disrupting your natural flow. I encourage you to try to be a scientist about it and experiment and try to see, try to find the evidence for yourself. Is there evidence for for placing yourself in a particular state in the morning that allows you to feel a certain way about yourself and see how it goes. The, the way that I cultivated this was really by noticing the shifts and noticing the difference in how I would feel. And I, I always do healing work when I'm, when I'm more or less empty because not only is it easier to feel, your, your senses, your energetic senses are much more heightened, but it's also easier to clear your field, your energy field. If you've had a big meal, there's too much movement, there's too much distraction in the field. So you really want to try to, especially if you are doing energy work and healing work, you, you want to try to keep yourself as still as possible and as empty as possible. Of course, go, you know, enjoy yourself, go out. It's like food is amazing. It's like a, I mean, I love cooking and experimenting with new foods and flavors and 
Um, it's a real beautiful art and therapy. I love it. And so you don't need to cut anything out of, of your life that you really enjoy, but it's it's also very powerful to to take a step back and feel your body just as it is, without any interference, without any additional load. Just feel the processes that are happening in your body. Feel your own circulation. Feel your own fluidic system. Feel the fluid flowing up and down your spine. What does it feel like? You know, we, we get so used to um, connecting externally with external sensation, external noise, external activation. We, we forget that there's this inner symphony that's incredibly intelligent and that we have the capacity as human beings to actually feel and interpret. And this is really where somatic intelligence starts to become heightened and where inner growth starts to really flourish. So I hope this is helpful and I will see you on the next one.